Hello, everyone, friends, family, acquaintances, new listeners, anybody with a belly button <laughs> or a soul or a heart because really you can't see in any of those. <laughs> Today is the first day of September 2023. We made it. Oh, first of um, something. Interesting. Let's start with a prayer. And what happened to my music? Anybody like Pachelbel? I like Pachelbel. We're going to... I'm starting with Preses Latines. Rector potens, Verex Deus. O God of truth, Rector portens, O Lord of might, Verex Deus. This prayer is attributed to Saint Ambrose. His hymn for the office of sext or noontime prayer. O God of truth, O Lord of might, who orderest time and change aright, who sendest the early morning ray and lightest the glow of perfect day. Extinguish thou each sinful fire and banish every ill desire and while thou keepest the body whole shed forth thy peace upon the soul almighty father hear our cry through jesus christ our lord most high who with the Holy Ghost and thee doth live and reign eternally. Amen. Now in Latin. Extinguish flame. 
Presta pater piissime, patrike compar unici, cum spiritu paraclito regnas por per omni seculam. Amen. O strength and stay, upholding all creation, whoever doth thyself unmoved abide, yet day by day the light and due gradation, from hour to hour, though all its changes guide, grant to life's day a calm, unclouded ending, an eve untouched by shadows decay, and brightness of a holy deathbed blending with dawning glories of the eternal day. Hear us, O Father, gracious and forgiving. And thou, O Christ, the co-eternal Word, who with the Holy Ghost, by all things living, now and to endless ages, art adored. Amen. Rerum Deus, tenax vigor, emotus in te permenes, legius durea tempora, successibus determinanza, largere flarum vespere, quo vita Nam quam dicedet, sed premim morti sacram, parennis instet gloria, preste pater piissime, patrice compar unici cum spiritu paraclito, regnans per omnis To thee, before the close of day, creator of the world, we pray, that with thy want favor thou wouldst be our guard and keeper now. From all ill dreams defend our eyes, from nightly fears and fantasies, tread underfoot our ghostly foe that no pollution we may know. Our Father, 
that we ask be done through Jesus Christ, thine only Son, who, with the Holy Ghost and thee, shall live and reign eternally. Amen. Te lucis ante terminem, rerum creator poscimus, ut pro tua clementia, sis praesul et custodia, pro cruel recedente somnia, et Noctium fantasmata. Hostemque nostrum compran. Ne polut antur corpora. Presta pater pisimi. Patrisque compar unice. Cum spiritu paracrito, regnans por omne seculum. Amen. Christ, thou art, thou who art the light and day who chases nightly shades away. Thyself, the light of light, confessed and promiser of radiance blessed. O Holy Lord, we pray to thee throughout the night, our guardian be. In thee vouchsafe us to repose all peaceful till the night shall close. Oh, let our eyes do slumber take, our hearts to thee forever wake, and let thy right hand from above shed, shield us who turn to thee in love. O strong defender, hear our prayers, repel our foes, and break their snares. And govern thou, thy servants here, those ransomed with thy lifeblood dear. Almighty Father, this accord through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who with the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, and thee doth reign through all eternity. Qui splendor et 
días. Noctis tenebras. Detegis. Lucis que lumen crederis. Lumen viatis creditans. From the splendors of the night arising, chant we the holy psalmody of David. Hymns to our master with a voice, concordant sweetly atoning. So may out monarch pitifully hear us, that we may merit with his saints to enter mansions eternal. There, with all possessing joy beatific, this be our portion, God forever blessed, Father eternal, Son and Holy Spirit, who is the glory which through all creation ever resoundeth. Amen. Noctes urgentes vigilemus omnes semper 
insomnis medite mur et ke vaira vairal bus totis domino canamus dolcetur hymnos dolcetur ut pio regi pariter canentes cum suis sanctis mere amor aurem engredi celi simul et piatam ducere vitam prestet hoc nobis deitas piata patris ac nati paritirce Sancti Spiritus, cuius rezanat per omnem gloria mundum. Amen. Hail Day, where on the one in three first formed the earth by sure decree the day its maker rose again and vanquished death and burst our chain away with sleep and slothful ease we rise our hearts and bend our knees and surely seek the Lord of all, obedient to the prophet's call, that he may hearken to our prayer, stretch forth his strong right arm to spare. And every past offensed, offense forgiven, Restore us to our homes in heaven. Assemble here this holy day, this holiest hour. We rise the lay. And oh, that he to whom we sing may now reward our offering. O oh, Father of unclouded light, keep us this day as in thy sight, in word and deed, that we may be from every touch of evil free. That this, our body's mortal frame, may know no sins and fear no shame. Nor fire hereafter be the end of passions which our bosoms rend. Redeemer of the world, we pray that thou wouldest wash our sins away and give us of thy boundless grace the blessings of the heavenly place that we thence exile by our sin hereafter may be welcomed in 
that blessed time awaiting now with hymns of glory here we bow most holy father hear our cry through jesus christ our lord most high who with the holy ghost and thee doth live and reign eternally primo diarum omnium quo mundus extat extat conditus vel quo resurgens conditor nos morte victa liberat pulsis procul torporibus Sergamus omnes ocius et nocte coeramus pium sicut profetem novimus nostras preces ut audiat suamque texteram pori Hic piatos sortibus redat polorum, polorum sedibus. Ut quique sacratissimo huius di ei tempore horis quietis salimus donis piatis muneret e amnunc paterna claritas te postulamus Sortidans omnisque actus noc xius ne foedasit vel lubrica compago nostri corporis per quam Everni ignibus ipsi crem me mur acrius. Ob hac redemptor quesumus ut probra nostra dulu dei diluas daluas vitae perennis comodo comoda comoda 
nobis pegnidus conferas, quo carnis ectu exules, affecti ipsi celibes, ut presto lamur genui melos canamus gloriae. Presta pater piissime, patrice compar unice. Cum spiritu paraclito, gregnans per omni seculum. Maker of all eternal King, who day and night about dost bring, who weary mortals to relieve, dost in their times the seasons give. Now the shrill cock proclaims the day and calls the sun's awakening ray. In wandering pilgrim, guiding light, that marks the watches night and night, night by night. <laughs> Roused at the note, the morning star, heaven's dusky veil uplifts afar. Night's vagrant bands no longer roam, but from their dark ways, hew them home. Hey, them home. The encouraged sailors, says fears are o'er. The foaming billows rage no more. Lo, in the very churches, says rock melts at the crowing of the cock. Oh, let us then, like men, arise. The cock rebukes, rebukes our slumbering eyes. Bestirs who still in sleep would lie, and shames who would their Lord deny. New hope, his clarion note awakes. Sickness, the feeble frame forsakes. The robber sheaths his lawless sword, faith to fallen, is restored. Look in us, Jesus, Jesu, when we fall, and with thy look our souls recall, if thou but look. Our sins are gone, and with due tears our pardon won, shed through our hearts thy piercing ray, our souls dull slumber drive away. Thy name be first on every tongue to thee our earliest 
Son. All laud to God the Father be, all praise, eternal Son, to Thee, all glory, as is ever meet, to God, the Holy Paraclete. Amen. Noctem diamque qui regis, et temporum das tempora, ut elives fastidium. Praeco diae iam sonat noctis profunde pervigio. Nocturna lux viantibus. A nocte noctem segregans. Hoc excitatus Lucifer, servit polum caligine. Hoc omnis eranum, eronum chorus. Vias nocendit, nocendit, deserit. Hac nota viras colicit, fontique mitescunt fretta. Hoc ipsa petra ecclesia. Tenente culpam diluit. Cercamus ergo senue. Gelus. Encentes excitat. Et sonolentos increpat. Gelus. Negentes arguet Gelo Genentes pes Redit Egris Salus Refunditur Mucro Latronis Conditur Lapsis fides Reveri Revertitur Jesu Labantes Respice Et nos Videndo Corrige Si Respices Lapsus Cadunt Fleituque Colpa Solvitur Tu lux refulge sensibus, mentisque somnum discute 
Te nostra vox primum sonet et ore salamus tibi sit Christe rex piissime tibi patrice gloria cum spiritu paraclito in sempiterna saecula Amen. splendor of God's glory bright, O thou that bringest light from light, O light of light, light's living spring, O day, all days illuminating, illumining, O thou true sun, on us thy glance let fall in royal radiance the spirits manifesting sanctifying beam upon our earthly senses stream the father too our prayers implore father of glory evermore the Father of all grace and might to banish sin from our delight. To guide whatever we nobly do with love all envy to subdue. To make ill fortune turn to fair and give us grace, our wrongs to bear. Our mind be in his keeping placed, our body true to him. And chaste. Where only faith her fire shall feed To burn the tares of Satan's seed And Christ to us for food shall be From him our drink that welleth free The spirit's wine that maketh whole and mocking not, exalts the soul. Rejoicing, may this day go hence, like virgin dawn, our innocence. Like fury noon, 
our faith appear, nor know the gloom of twilight drear. Morn in her rosy car is born, let him come forth, our perfect morn. The word in God, the Father, one, the Father perfect in the Son. Splendor Paternia Gloria, O splendor of God's glory bright, De luce lucem proferens, O thou that bringest light from light, Lux Chelsis et fons lumines, O light of light, light's living spring, Diem dias illuminens, O day, all days illumining. Verusque sol, iabere. O thou true sun, on us thy glance. Micens nitore porbeti. Let fall in royal radiance. Urbarge sancti spiritus. The Spirit's sanctifying beam infunde nostri sensibus upon our earthly senses stream. Voctis vocetmus et petrem. The Father, too, our prayers implore. Petrem padrenis gloriae. Father of glory evermore. Patrem potentis gratiae, the Father of all grace and might. Culpam reveget lubricam, to banish sin from our delight. Informet actus strenuos, to guide wherever we nobly do. Dentem retundat invidi, with love all envy to subdue. Casus secundet esperos, to make ill fortune turn to fair. Donet gerendi gratiam, and give us grace our wrongs to bear. Mentem gubernet. Regat, our mind be in his keeping placed. Casto, fideli, corpore, our body true to him and chase. Fides, calore, fervet, where only faith her fire shall feed. Fraudis, venane. Venena, Nesquiet, to burn the tares of Satan's seed. Christusque, Nobisit, Tibus, and Chris, Christ to us for food shall be. Potusque, Noster, Sit, 
fides. From him our drink that welleth free. Laiti vivamus sobriam. The spirit's wine that maketh whole. Eni ibriatatem spiritus. The mocking knot exalts the soul. Taetus diais hic transait. Rejoicing may this day go hence. Pudor sit ut dilut gulum. Like virgin dawn, our innocence. Fides velut meridies. Like fiery noon, our faith appear. Crepusculum mens nesciat. Nor know the gloom of twilight drear. Aurora cursus. Cu cursus. Provehit. Morn in her rosy car is born. Aurora totus prodeit. Let him come forth, our perfect morn. In patre totus filius, the word in God, the Father, one et totus in verbo pater. Amen. The Father perfect in the Son. Amen. O Creator, O Great Creator of the sky, immense Jelly Conditor, who wouldest not the floods on high, qui mixta ne confunderent with earthly water to confound, hmm. quae frunta dividens. But marist the firmament their bound, celum de disti limitem. The floods above thou didst ordain, for man's locum jalistibus. The floods below thou didst restrain, sermulque tere revoltlis, that moisture might attemper heat. Ut Unda flammas temperate, lest the parched earth should ruin meat. Terai solum ne disibet upon our souls, good Lord, bestow. Infunde nunc piisime, thy gift of grace in endless flow. Non num perennis gratiae lest some renewed deceit or wile, fraudis novae 
nei casibus. Casibus. Of former sin should us beguile. Nos error atteret vitus. Vetus. Let faith discover heavenly light. Lucem fides inveniat. So shall its rays direct us right. Seek lumines unum ut bar farat. And let this faith each error chase. And never give to falsehood place. Hank falsa nulla compliment. Grant this, O Father, ever one. Presta pater piisime with Christ. Thy sole begotten Son, Patrike Compar Unici, and Holy Ghost, whom all adore, Cum Spiritu Paraclito, reigning and blessed forevermore, regans, regnans, per omne seculum. Amen. Amen. Of light, of light, O light of light, consorus fraterni luminis, O day spring bright, lux ipse luces et dies, co-equal in thy father's light, noctem canendo, Rampimus, assist us as by, as with prayer and psalm, assiste postulantibus, thy servants break the nightly calm. Offer tenebras mentium, all darkness from our minds dispel, fuga catervas demonum, and turn to flight the hosts of hell, expelle sonnolentia, bid sleepfulness our eyelids fly, ne pigritantes obruat, lest overwhelmed in sloth we lie, seek Christe nobis omnibus, Jesu, thy pardon, kind, kind and free. Indulgeas credentibus, credentibus, indulgeas credentibus. Bestow upon us 
who trust in thee. Okay, this is a topic, heaven and earth. Yes. All right. This the, the, the topic is about invisible and visible. Right? Heaven and earth, invisible and visible. Heaven, work. can't see it right now with your visible eyes. Close your eyes. Heaven, open your eyes. Earth, close your eyes. Heaven, like that. Meaning, meaning, just because it's a creation, it doesn't mean that you can see it. There's, they're, they're both creation, the invisible things. I create things when I close my eyes. I can see them better because I close my eyes and I'm not distracted by the visible when I open my eyes. Like that. That's just, you base it off of your faculty. I'm talking about something that's invisible that you know that is real, that's invisible. It's still a creation. It's still a, a thing. There's things I did, can I see even if I open my eyes? Yes. Yes. I don't. What do you mean? I don't know what I'm cooking. You don't know what you're doing? I don't know what I'm cooking. You're cooking beef. From like beef stew beef or like the steak beef? No, no, we we doing stir fry, man. You know, slice it and stir fry. Ooh, slice with the steak? Yes. Or, oh, the steak. I thought we were talking about beef stew. <laughs> beef stew. Beef stew cut, kind of like the pork, like no, the same no, cut. No, 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 slice thin slice. Of the steak. Yes. Like they keep it long or they cut it in half. Whatever, how you want. I just need to cut and then I'm gonna stir fry. You cut the way you want, how long you want, how short you want. I mean, you decide that. I just want it thin cut. And then I have to marinate it. <clears throat> okay. Like the way how I marinate the chicken when it's raw after you finish cutting and then I do all, mixing and all that in the bowl and leave it for like half an hour to an hour, let it soak, and then we stir fry. You know, you've you seen me done it before. Like that. Yeah. yeah, and bamboo and cabbage, with no bamboo and uh, cucumbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That should be good. So I just cut it now and just... Yeah, cut it, because I got marinated. Put it in, marinate it, leave in the what? fridge for a while. Because this is still pretty early, it's like 11 o'clock. Yeah. So it can wait maybe a few hours. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we all do the same thing, salt, sugar, fish sauce. Uh, brown soya sauce. Well, where do I put all the cut stuff I already did? Do you need ginger? Or... Uh, I don't think we do. I'm not making any soup. No, but I, I, I mean, I cooked. I've never cooked in ginger with the beef before, but I should do it. We don't have tomatoes. Oh, uh, I use ketchup. Okay. Do you want tomato? Okay. I just use ketchup. And mom would look. I cut all these. Look, look what he did. Like this. In one? Yes. 
I was just trying Can I take a video of that? It's kind of weird, though. What? How? That is Karate Kid times a thousand. What the freak? I just capped it in one bottle, individually just poured it into this one. What the? And it took a while because... Oh, I thought you you catch with the bottle, the same bottle, one by one. No. You see how people assume? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I catch them individually. It's still hard to transfer them. I have to take off both caps and then... Yeah. I found out how to do it. You just have to do it, like, really... You know, just... Yeah. But you think you can? Like, doing one bottle? I don't know how to well, they might fly out. That's the well, only thing. It, I think the only way you can do it is like you gotta open it. <laughs> you gotta monitor both. One inside and one you gotta catch. Well, when I was transferring them, I realized that they don't really come out very much. Like, I try to transfer them, like, just put them together, but they don't really. It's kind of like they don't. Because they don't have enough room to fly. Exactly. Yeah. They only crawl, and it's really hard. They can't really fly in out. I think got seven of them. Hey, maybe I should try that. Maybe I should just try to get them up. Okay, what were we talking about? Heaven! And then, bye bye. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I was reading something. Can you see gravity? Can you see gravity? Obviously it's not, but you 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 say it's real. <laughs> Can you see wind? No. But you know it's real. Got it. Forces. Physics. Mm-hmm. Define force. Something that moves. What caused it? Is the force. <laughs> See, we, we, we sit here and we act like we know. And, and as soon as we talk about the invisible stuff, that is... I mean... Do you consider that as something that's visible or invisible? Obviously, it's invisible. Okay, but is it? Is it? Does it exist? Yeah, it exists. Can you see it? No. <laughs> okay. Yet alone, talk about the internal thing. Oh, the boy. internal things. <clears throat> God. If you understand your internal thing, it's the beginning of understanding what is spirit. But if you don't understand the internal thing, figure out the visible, invisible thing first. That's your entry of Middle Earth. If you want to understand from Earth, go to Middle Earth, which is like the thing that's invisible, like gravity, wind, frequencies. Uh, when you start knowing, name all those invisible things, then you kind of get a feel the entry. Because they don't operate the same thing. You can't see it, but it exists. So the more things that you can name that you can't see and you know that exist, and go from there. That's what's wrong, people. I need to dive into that subject. All right. So I was reading. Name all the invisible thing. 
uh-huh. that you can't see that you know that is real that everybody would accept it first. Get, let's get some glass. moon and sun. You can see moon and sun. All the invisible things. Yes. All the invisible thing that we know that exists and it's a fact. Uh, oh, small things, nano. What nano? Too general, specific. Invisible things that are there that I can't see. Dust. Well, you can see dust. I mean, if you like, have a microscope. So I'm just. No, no. Without, visible with, range without or no what? Without no tools. Without no tools. Right. We have a very limited visual range. Dust, you know how, like, you know, when sunlight shoots I in, can't even see bacteria. When sunlight shoots into your window and you see all this dust flying, yeah. You, I don't need material. Sunlight. I can't see virus. Sunlight allows you to see dust. See, I don't need a microscope. I can't see mitochondrians. I can't see cells. I've never seen a living cell. Like looking at my arm. I'm looking at my arm. See. Good. You you're on the right track. That's the mid, that's all middle of. I see veins. I can see veins. No, 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 you can see vein. No, no, no. That's not what I'm talking about. You can't not see it with your naked eye. I cannot kiss my elbow, though. Go ahead. What? Are we doing all of it? Yes. Okay. Why? Nothing. It's just I need to know because that's a lot. The meat? Yeah, because I got to cut it a lot. Yes, it's not that. It's not that. Your mom cut it before. I've seen her cut it. It's not that. She just had to sharpen the knife sharp. That was cut like butter. You're on the right track. Cells, one of them, yeah. Bacteria is one of them. Virus. Yeah, bacteria, virus. They're not the same, but yes. Bioluminescence. Those things in the water that only light up when you force it. <laughs> That's That's a lot closer. Yeah, but it's And I give you the distinction between the invisible, invisible, the middle earth visible, invisible, and then earth visible. Okay. I like Lord of the Rings. Right, because there's church triumphant, church Militant, church, suffering, purgatory. Under the earth, on the earth, in heaven. Two firmaments. Or just one. Reborn, water broken, again. This time you can't see it. It's a spiritual one. It's invisible, but it's happening like that. That's internal, internal. And then you want to, you know, have a ceremony and let everybody else know that, you know, you gotten blessed in the baptism and you go under the water and that's the whole community. That's the manifestation of what just already happened. In the invisible. Like that? The, 
the part where it's performing all that, that's the that's the way how Jesus has set up the way that way, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why I like those pictures now, where see, he's pulling you out of the water. To, that's going to internal spiritual belief. Okay. Now, depend on the person. If they're already in tune with spiritual, like even if they believe in superstition and all that shit, mm-hmm. well, it's okay because that's actually spiritual. At least they spiritual wrong way. Yeah, right, yeah, right. I never understand I'm, superstition. I'm, I'm, like, I'm showing what, you, is it I'm, invisible? I'm showing you what? How, how to discern where they at. Yeah. Right? Okay. Things that we come to know that everybody accepts that is not visible, but it exists. Mm-hmm. Those are things that people normally don't talk about. They only talk about all the visible things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, they all think that involve visible things and invisible things, but still Middle Earth. It's not internal spiritual, no. So once you seen a lot of pattern of that, you start to recognize, okay, that's not internal, internal spiritual. That's like the middle earth still, like frequency, wind, gravity, uh, y- you know. You're in the womb. Like, 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 like cold and hot. You can't really see unless it's a fire or something that's visible, and you know that the heat when a baby's in that. the womb. But but say say you're inside the house and you turn on the temperature. I mean, you can't see it, but it's you can feel it. The perspective from inside the womb. Not there yet. That wow. that middle earth is, you know, once you figure we, all that out. As Earth are like the little egg inside the womb. How about that? The whole dang galaxy, universe as you know it. How about that? My theory. I mean, once you have co- enough collective of of those examples, I guess those are would be examples. They they not they not the principle of it yet, but you have enough example of those. You it's a visual. You you, 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 <laughs> you then come to have some type of principle behind it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just think about, you think about all the things that's invisible, but you know that it's, it's widely accepted. Start with that first. So the people can't really argue with that shit, but they don't think of it enough, but when you brought it up, it pulls them back. Some, some of you guys start slowly. You can't just push them into like cold water and expect they have some <laughs> no reaction. They'll be pissed. Don't. You know what I mean? You can't just tell people to go straight to Jesus and, hey, love him. Cannibal. You're forcing them to love Jesus. And Oosh. the more you do that, you're only pushing them away. That's true. And then, and then it works the other way. Once you love that person and you do whatever it takes to defend it. Weird. <laughs> So what is the truth here? How do you how do you discern it? So yeah, work on that. Once you get a hold of that, anything come out of your mouth, they say, Ah, I see you speaking um, of Middle Earth. Okay. And got confused with we'll be right back. spiritual. We'll be right back.
Gemini people. It is September 6th. And I must say, I'm not fat, but I am sick and nearly dead. Are you? Every day. We must die so we rise. Okay, let's die. Anybody? Let's go. Office for the dead. Every day is a new day. Lethargy. Urgency. Lit. Are you? No, you are. G-Y-L-I-T. You are. G-Y. Of the hours. Evening prayer. Well, by the time this launches, it will be evening somewhere. Season of ordinary time. Office for the dead. Publisher, E. Brevery. Ooh, there's a new Catholic Daily Reflection. Stand. Do you stand? Stand now and make sign of cross. In nomine Patri, et Fili, et Spiritu Santos. Amen. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. For all the saints who from their labors rest. Hope you had a happy Labor Day. Who thee, by faith before the world, confessed. Thy name, O Jesus, be forever blessed. Alleluia! Alleluia! Thou wast their rock, their fortress, and their might. Thou, Lord, their captain in the well-fought fight. Thou, in the darkness drear, their one true light. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! O blessed communion, fellowship divine, we feebly struggle they in glory shine, yet all are one in thee, for all are thine. Alleluia! Alleluia! But lo, there breaks a yet more glorious day. The saints triumphant rise in bright array. The King of Glory passes on his way. Alleluia. Alleluia. You may now sit or stand. 
for the sum, Modi. First antiphon. The Lord will keep you from all evil. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will guard your soul. Psalm 121. Guard, guardian, guardian of his people. Never again will they hunger and thirst. Never again, no scorching heat. Revelation 7, 16. I lift my eyes to the mountains. From where shall come my help? My help shall come from the Lord who made heaven and earth. May he never allow you to stumble. Let him sleep not, who? Your God. No, he sleeps not, nor slumbers. Who? Israel's guard. The Lord is your guard and your shade. At your right hand, he stands. By day, the sun shall not smite you, nor the moon in the night. The Lord will guard you from all, from evil. He will guard your soul. The Lord will guard your coming and going, both now Forever. Glory to the Father and the, to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Ever. Amen. Antiphon. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will guard your soul. Antiphon 2. If you kept a record of our sins, Lord, who could escape death? Condemnation.
Item of page 3, Psalm 130. A cry. A cry from the depths. Matthew 1.21 He himself will save his people from their sins. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Oh, let your ears be attentive to the voice of my pleading. If you, O Lord, should mark our guilt, Lord, who would survive? But with you is found forgiveness for this. We revere you. My soul is waiting for the Lord. I count on his word. My soul is longing for the Lord. More than watchmen for daybreak, let the watchmen count on daybreak. And Israel, on the Lord. Because with the Lord, there is mercy and fullness of redemption. Israel indeed, he will redeem from all its iniquity. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Antiphon, if you kept a record of our sins, Lord, who could escape condemnation? Antiphon 3. As the Father raises the dead and gives them life, so the Son gives life to whom he wills. Philippians chapter 2 verse 6 to 11 Christ God's holy servant though he was in the form of God Jesus did not deem equality with God something to be grasped at rather he emptied himself and took the form of a slave and being born in the likeness of men, he was known to be of human estate. And it was thus that he humbled himself, obediently accepting even death, death on a cross. Because of this, God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name 
above every other name. So that at Jesus' name, every knee must bend in the heavens, on the earth, and under the earth, and every tongue proclaim to the glory of God the Father. Jesus Christ is Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Antiphon. As the Father rises the dead and gives them life, so the Son gives life to whom he wills. Please now sit. A reading from the First Corinthians, chapter 15, verses 55 through 57. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death, uh uh-huh, is sin, uh uh-huh. And sin gets its sting from the law, uh uh-huh. But thanks be to God who has given us the victory, Uh uh-huh, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Responsory in you, Lord, is our hope. We shall never hope in vain. In you, Lord, is our hope. We shall never hope in vain. We shall dance and rejoice in your mercy. We shall never hope in vain. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. In you, Lord, is our hope. We shall never hope in vain. Please stand. Gospel Canticle Antiphon All that the Father gives me will come to me and whose whoever comes to me I shall not turn away Luke 1 46 to 55 The soul rejoices in the Lord. Make the sign of the cross. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. 
My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm, and he has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel for he has remembered his promise of mercy. The promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Antiphon. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I shall not turn away. Page 6, Intercessions We acknowledge Christ the Lord through whom we hope that our lowly bodies will be made like His in glory, and we say, Lord, You are our life and resurrection. Christ, Son of the living God, who raised Lazarus, your friend, from the dead, raise to life, raise up to life. And glory, the dead, whom you have redeemed by your precious blood. Lord, you are our life and resurrection. Christ, consoler of those who mourn, you dry the tears of the family of Lazarus, of the widow's son, and the daughter of Jairus, comfort those who mourn for the dead. Lord, you are our life and resurrection. Christ, Savior, destroy the reign of sin in our earthly bodies so that just as through sin we deserved punishment, so through you we may gain eternal life. Lord, you are our life and resurrection. Page 7. 
Christ, Redeemer. Look on those who have no hope because they do not know you. May they receive faith in the resurrection and in the life of the world to come. Lord, you are our life and resurrection. You revealed yourself to the blind man who begged for the light of his eyes. Show your face to the dead who are still deprived of your light. Lord, you are our life and resurrection. When at last our earthly home is dissolved, give us a home, Lord, not of earthly making, but, Lord, built of eternity in heaven. Lord, you are our life and resurrection. The Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as it is in heaven. Thy will be done on earth, as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Concluding prayer. Lord, hear our prayers. By rising your Son from the dead, you have given us faith. Strengthen our hope. That my prayer intentions, our brothers and sisters, will share in his resurrection. We ask this through our Christ Jesus, Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Dismissal. May the Lord bless you, protect us, bless and protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. May the Lord bless you.
protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. We will end with the acknowledgments. The English translation of the introductory verses and responses and inventories and antiphons, captions, and patristic commentaries for the Psalms, Psalm Prayers, Responsatories, Intercessions, Greetings, Blessings, and Dismissals, Non-Biblical Readings, and the Hydrographical Introductions from the Liturgy of the Hours in 1974, 1975, and 1976, International Committee on English in the Liturgy, Inc., I-C-E-L, the alternative opening prayers and the English translation of the opening prayers, prayers of the day from the Roman Missile copyright in 1973, I-C-E-L, all rights reserved. English translation of Gloria Patri, Te Deum Laudemus Benedictus Magnificat and Nunc Dimittis by the International Consultation on English Text, reading and the New Testament's canticles except the Magnificat from the New American Bible copyright. 1970 by the Confraternity of Christian Doctorate, Doctrine, D- Washington, D.C. used by permission, all rights reserved, no part of the New American Bible may be reproduced in any form without permission in writing from the copyright owner. Psalm text except Psalms 95 copyright. Copyright 1963, the Grail, England, used by permission of AP Watt LTD, all rights reserved, arrangement copyright 2006 by E. Breverly, New York. So, Go to ebrevery.com. Thank you. I make not a penny. Okay, great. Bye. So there's A's and there's B's. So we're going to talk about A's today. Angels. Michael. Gabriel, Raphael, 1st Daniel, chapter 7, verse 9 through 10, and 13 through 14. We'll pick up on the top of chapter 7, visions of the four beasts and the ancient of days. In the first year of Balthazar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head as he lay in his bed. Then he wrote down the dream and told the sum of the matter. David said, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four wings of heaven were stirring up the great sea. And four great beasts came up out of the sea, different from one another. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. Then I looked. Its wings were plucked off and it was lifted up from the ground and made to stand up upon two feet like a man. And the mind of a man was given to it. Verse 5 And behold, 
another beast. A second one, like a bear, was raised up on one side. It had three ribs in its mouth between its teeth. And it was told, Arise, devour much flesh. After this, I looked, and behold, verse 6, After this I looked, and behold, another, like a leopard, with four wings of a bird on its back. And the beast had four heads, and the dominion was given to it. Verse 7, After this I saw in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, terrifying and dreadful and exceedingly strong, and it had great iron teeth. It devoured the broke, it devoured and broke in pieces and stamped the residue with its feet. It was different from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another horn, a little one, before which three of the first horns were plucked, before which three of the first horns were plucked up by the roots. And behold, in this horn were eyes, like eyes of a man, and a mouth speaking great things. As I looked, Verse 9, as I looked, thrones were placed, and one that was ancient of days took his seat. His clothing was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was fiery flames, its wheels were burning fire. Verse 10, a stream of fire issued and came forth from before him. A thousand thousands served him and 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. The court sat in judgment and the books were opened. Verse 11, I looked. Then because of the sound of the great words which the horn was speaking, and as I looked, the beast was slain and its body destroyed and given over to be burned with fire. Verse 12, and I'll leave you with this. A 
as for the rest of the beasts, their dominion was taken away, but... That is the end of the page. Flip, flip, flip! Next verse. Revelations. 12. Verse. Or rooms 7 to 12a. Michael defeats the dragon. Verse 7. Now war arose in heaven. Did you know that? Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought. Quote. No? Yes. Verse 8. But they were defeated. And there was no longer any place for them in heaven. Huh? And the great dragon was thrown down. Oh, that ancient serpent who is called the devil with a big D and big S, Satan. The deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth and his angels were thrown down with him. Verse 10, and, and I heard, uh uh-huh, a loud voice in heaven saying, now the salvation, the salvation, now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God. Mm. Verse 11. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb, capital L, and by the word of their testimony, for they loved not their lives even unto death. Verse 12. Rejoice then, O heaven, and you that dwell therein, but woe to you on earth and see for the devil has come down on you with great wrath because he knows his time is short end of chapter verse chapter 12 verse or the section called Michael defeats the dragon. You want to hear about the dragon makes war against the woman's offspring and the beast from the sea? We'll get to that later. Next verse. Psalm 138 on the subject of angels. 
verse 1 to 2, 3 and 4 and 5. Psalm 138, verse 1 to 5. Good. Well, this is 138, kill bracket 137. We'll see if that's the one. Thanksgiving and praise. The next one would be the inescapable Gad. That's 139, kill bracket 138. All right. Which one's concerning angels? We'll see. We'll just read both. Okay. I give you thanks, O Lord, with my whole heart. Before the angels, I sing your praise. I bow down toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your mercy and your faithfulness. And your faithfulness. For you have exalted above everything your name and your word. On the day I called, you answered me. My strength of soul you increased. All the kings of the earth shall praise you, O Lord, for they have heard the words of your mouth. And they shall sing of the ways of the Lord, for great is the glory of God. For great is the glory of the Lord. For though the Lord is high, He regards the lowly, but the haughty he knows from afar. Verse 7, though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hands against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand delivers me. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your mercy, O Lord endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path. Am I lying down? You are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You beset me behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the utter parts, uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, Let only darkness cover me, and the light about me be night. 
even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day, for the darkness is as light with you. For you have formed my inward parts. John chapter 1 verse 47 to 51 verse 45 we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph, Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come, Come and see. 47. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and said to him, and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no guile. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus said, answered him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree. Do you believe? You shall see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. End of chapter 1 This follows chapter 2, The Marriage at Cana. And that is all the scripture verses for September 29, 2023, the celebration of Archangel Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael F. What does that stand for? Faith? Maybe. We'll see. Thank you for preparations. We, today, we have 29 days. Today is the 6th. That's one, two, three weeks from now, people. Cool. All right. Bye. Well, how should we get ready? 
A is for angels. So to continue the theme, we'll just do B for Beatitudes. Nice. That is the red letters of most interest and the beginning of red letters. Chapter 5 of Matthew, the Beatitudes. Matthews. We'll be right back. The Beatitudes. Seeing the crowds, he went up on the mountain. And when he sat down, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Red letters! Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Good morning. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Inheritance. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Angry for they shall be satisfied. Lit. Relenting. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Living mercifully. What does that mean? The gift of God's mercy is also a challenge. Those who offered mercy must be willing to show mercy towards others. We must not hoard the mercy of God for ourselves while others remain ignorant or deprived of it. Indeed, when Jesus teaches us, blessed are the mournful, for they shall obtain mercy. The original Greek implies that only the merciful will receive mercy. See James 2.13. But a selfish refusal to share the gifts we have received from God ultimately leads to poverty. Even death. A generous response to God's gifts. Though could be likened to the difference between the DS, Dead Sea, and the SG, Sea of Galilee. See, the Dead Sea, having no outlet, retains all the water that flows into it, causing it to stagnate. So its salt content rises, making life impossible. On the other hand, the water of the SG, the Sea of Galilee, on the other hand there, the big G, flows to the south. It goes away. It gives away, gives away, gives away all that it receives. So it is perpetually refreshed and oxygenized. 
oxygenized? CO2? No, O2. O2. And therefore, teams with fishes of all kinds. Let us examine our consciences, which see we are we more like today. Which see, S-E-A, are we more like today? Want to take a look-see, S-E-E? Sure, why not? Let's go back. Verse 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Anyone? Anyone? Blessed are you when men revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so men persecuted the prophets who were before you. Salt? Light? Anyone? Need some? You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trodden underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. You listening? Can you hear me? A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do men light a lamp and put it under a bushel, but on a stand. And it gives light to all in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Is he? Who's your daddy? The fulfillment of the law and the prophets. Fratelli tutti! Verse 17. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law and the prophets. I have come not to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly, I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot 
will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Whoever then relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But he who does them and teaches them shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. What I mean by that in asterisk form, Jesus came to bring the old law to its natural fulfillment in the new. Reflections, mirror, old, new. Typology, whatever. While discarding what had become obsolete. You know, old, you know, people come around and mess things up. So you're like, hey, let me do something new. Anybody? Anybody? Oh, my God. Concerning anger, verse 21. You have heard that it was said to the men of old. Old. You, you, how old are you? You shall not kill. And whatever kills shall be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother shall be liable to judgment. Whoever insults, insults his brother shall be liable to counsel. And whoever says, oh, you fool, shall be liable to the hell of fire. So, if you are offering your gift at the altar and there, remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Make friends quickly with your accuser while you are making and go while you are going with him to court lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you be put in prison truly i say to you you will never get out till you have paid the last penny Would you like an exaggeration to emphasize a need to avoid occasions of sin? All right, here it is. Concerning adultery. Verse 27 of Matthew 5. You have heard that it was said, You shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, that everyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Everyone who looks at a woman lustfully. If 
if your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and throw it away. Yeah, like it, just put your phone away. Just block them, report them, because that's what I offered to buy the platform. It is better that you lose one of your members, followers, whatever, than that your whole body be th thrown into hell. Know what I mean? Blue balls and all. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. Do you really need that stuff? It is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body go into hell. Two steps, people. Two steps. Okay? Gehenna, a.k.a. in Greek. Oh, by the way, when I said that everyone who was angry with his brother in verse 22... Other ancient authorities insert without cause, so just so you know. Everyone who is angry with his brother without cause shall be liable to judgment. Cause is important, right? Yes? No? I don't know. Here we go. Concerning divorce. All right. Verse 31, it was also said, whoever divorces his wife, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. That's what they said. But I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife, except on the grounds of unchastity, we'll talk about that later, makes her Everyone who divorces his wife makes her an adulteress. And whoever marries the divorced wife, a divorced woman, commits adultery. What do you mean? By unchastity. The Greek word used here appears to refer to marriages that were not legally marriages because they were either within the forbidden degrees of consanguinity. Check out Levi's LEV 18 verse 6 to 16 or Contracted with a Gentile, a.k.a. Civil marriages, is that what you're talking about? The phrase, except on the ground of unchastity, does not occur in the parallel passage in Luke 16, 18. So, see also Matthew in 19, 9, or Mark in 10, 11, or 12, and especially 1 Corinthians 7, verse 10 to 11, which shows that the prohibition is unconditional, whatever that means.
So if you're into adultery and divorce, go ahead. All right, we'll be right back. Bye-bye. Okay, for those of us moving on, concerning swearing oaths, verse 33. Again, you have heard that it was said to the men of old, you shall not swear falsely, but shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, do not swear at all either by heaven for you know it's the throne of God I mean are you God or by the earth for it is his footstool or by Jerusalem for it is the great city for it is the city of the great king. Are you king? And do not swear by your head. Why? For you cannot make one hair white or black. Let what you say be simply, quote, yes, unquote, or No, quote, no, unquote. Anything more than this comes from the evil one. Got it. Or evil. Just comes from evil. Concerning retaliation, verse 38. You have heard that it was said, Yet an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist one who is evil. Wah. But if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. Huh? And if anyone would sue you and take your coat, let him have your cloak as well. What? And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Huh? Twain? Give to him who begs from you and do not refuse him who would borrow from you. Uh-huh. You want to know more about that? Sure, why not? Matthew five thirty eight. Go check out Exodus 21, 24. Levi, L-E-V, 24-20, and Deuteronomy 19-21. Got it. Have fun. All right. Next. If you want to know how to better love your enemy, also check out Luke. Or more of what we just saying. What, 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 what? 39-42... Uh huh. Exactly what was that? 39, 39, 42. But I say to you, do not resist one who is evil. 
But if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if anyone would sue you and take your coat, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Yeah, what do you you mean by that? Oh, and also give to him who begs from you and do not refuse him who would borrow from you. Got it. Beggars and borrowers. Can I, yeah, more about that. Sure. Connections? Luke 6. Grab a pen, people. 29 to 30. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 7. Romans 12, verse 17. 1 Peter 2, verse 19. Chapter 3, verse 9. Proverbs 24, verse 29. Next. Love for your enemies. We got connections for that, but I'll read it at the end. Great. This is Matthew 5:43. You have heard that it was said, "You shall love your neighbor and hate thy your enemy." But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil as you end rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, What reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same. And if you salute only your brethren, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same. You, therefore, must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. more about that go see Luke chapter 6 verse 27 to 28 Luke chapter 32 nope Luke 6 still verse 32 to 36 LEV 19 to 18 nope Levites LEV 19 verse 18 Proverbs chapter 25 verse 21 to 22 And specifically on the verse, you therefore must be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. That exact verse, go read LEV 19 verse 2. Great. Hershey chocolate M&M. Mercy moment. Divine mercy in prayer, praise, and worship. Regarding Matthew chapter 6 that we're about to read. Spiritual pride is a temptation for all disciples of Jesus. Do we follow our Lord and obey his commandments in order to glorify him in this world, console his heart, and 
win souls for him? Or do we do these things primarily to be noticed and commended by others? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The truth is that without the assistance of divine mercy and grace, divine mercy and grace, we cannot do much that is good. All glory for our good works belongs to God and not to us. Of myself, I can do nothing. One day, we shall indeed receive praise for all our loving service from Jesus himself in heaven. He will say, well done, good and faithful servant. Like in Matthew 25, 21. Until then, St. Faustina shows us how to pray to become a living offering to the Lord as pure and as hidden as Jesus Christ in a consecrated Eucharistic host. She writes, Oh, what joy it is to empty myself for the sake of immortal souls. Oh, Jesus, outwardly I want to be hidden, just like this little wafer within the eye perceives nothing, and yet, I am a host consecrated to you. Matthew 6 Concerning Almsgiving Almsgiving Beware Beware of practicing your piety before men in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give alms, sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by men. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms may be in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Today I'm going to, for a holy hour, I'm going to quick, I'm going to read a quick excerpt from this book I have by Philip Shaft, which answers a question I've been kind of wondering about, or discusses a question, on marriage and concupiscence in two books, addressed to the Count Valerius by Arulius 
Augustine, Bishop of Hippo, written in 419 and 420. Book 1, 2059. Reading it from Document Catholique uh, Omnia. Okay, great. Wherein he expounds the particular and natural blessings of marriage. He shows that among these blessings must not be reckoned fleshly concupiscence, insomuch as this is wholly evil, such as does not proceed from the very nature of marriage, but is in the accident thereof arising from original sin. Accident? This evil, notwithstanding, is rightly employed by marriage for the procreation of children. But, as the result of this concupiscence, it comes to pass that, even from the lawful marriage of children of God, even from the lawful marriage of children of God, Men are not born children of God. Men are not born children of God, but of the world. When you're born, you belong to the devil. Right, Annie? Yes. Yes, okay, great. What happened to the Google Hangout? Why is it, like, all messed up uh, with uh, it? What? I, I kind of co- consolidated everything for you, that's all. Where was the Google Hangout? It's, I, I forgot about it. It's hanging out over there. <laughs> okay, great. Here. Here. All right. This evil, notwithstanding, is rightly employed by marriage for the procreation of children. But as a, as the result of this concupiscence, it comes to pass that even from the lawful marriage of the children of God, men are not born children of God, but of the world, and are bound with the chain of sin. Although their parents have been liberated therefrom by grace, and are led captive by the devil, If they are not in like manner rescued by the same, by the self same grace of Christ, he explains how it is that concupiscence remains in the baptized. In fact, in act, in act, though not in guilt, eh? he teaches. That by the sanctity of baptism, uh-huh, not merely this original guilt, but all other sins of men, whatever, are taken away. What? He lastly quotes the authority of Ambrose to show that the evil of concupiscence must be distinguished from the good of marriage. Uh-huh. Great. What an awesome opening, you guys. Chapter 1. Concerning the argument of this treatise. If you want to hear more. Okay. 
are new heretics, my dearest son Valerius, who maintain that infant, infants born in the flesh have no need of that medicine of Christ whereby sins are healed, are constantly affirming in their excessive hatred of us that we condemn marriage and that divine procedure by which God creates human beings by means of man and woman inasmuch as we assert that they who are born of such a union contract that original sin of which the apostle says uh, quote by one man sin entered the world and death by sin and so death passed upon all men for in him all sinned unquote 2060 and because we do not deny that of whatever kind of parents they are born, they are still under the devil's dominion. Dominions! Unless they are born again in Christ and by his grace be removed from the power of darkness and translated into his kingdom, 2061, who will not to be born from the same union of the two sexes, who willed not to be born from the same union of the two sexes, who will not to be born from the same union of the two sexes. Because then we affirm this doctrine, which is contained in the oldest unvarying rule of the Catholic faith. These propounders of the novel and perverse dogma who assert that there is no sin in infants to be washed away in the lavard, lavard, of regeneration, 2062, in their unbelief or ignorance culminated us, calumniate us, calumniate us, as if we condemn marriage and as if we asserted to be the devil's work, what is God's own work? The human being which is born of marriage. Nor do we reflect that the good of marriage is no more impeachable on account of the original evil which is derived therefrom than the evil of adultery and fornification is excusable on account of natural good which is born of them. For as sin is the work of the devil from whensoever contracted by infants, so men is the work of God from whensoever born for purpose thereof in this book, so far as the Lord vouchsafes us in his help, is to distinguish between 
the evil of carnal concupiscence from which man who is born therefrom contracts original sin and the good of marriage. All right? Okay, great. For there would have been none of this. Page 523, not 524. None of the shame-producing concupiscence, which is impudently praised, impudently praised by impudent men. If man had not previously sinned, uh -huh, while as to marriage, it would still have existed even if no man had sinned since the procreation of children in the body that belonged to that life would have been affected without that malady which in the which in quote the body of this death the body of this death 2063 unquote cannot be separated from the process of procreation what are you talking about? I don't know. We'll find out. End of chapter one. Thank you very much. Page 524. Chapter two. Why this treatise was addressed to Valerius. Okay, great. Now, there are three very special reasons, which I will briefly indicate, why, why I wish to write to you, particularly around the subject. One is because by the gift of Christ, you are a strict observer of conjugal chastity. Huh? Okay, great. Another is because by your great care and diligence, you have effectually withstood those profane novelties which we are resisting in our present discussion. Great. Third is because of my learning that something which they had committed by writing had found its way into our hands and although in our robust faith you could despise such an attempt it is still a good thing for us also to know how to bring aid to our faith by defending it For the, you know, Apostle Peter instructs us to be put ready always to give an answer to everyone that asketh us a reason of the faith and hope that is in us. In us! Unquote. 2064. And the Apostle Paul says, quote, Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, and ye may know how much ye ought to answer every man. Unquote. 2065. These are the motives, by the buttons, which chiefly impel me to hold such converse with you in this volume, as the Lord shall enable me. I have never liked, indeed, to intrude the perusal of any of my humble labors on any eminent person who is, like yourself, conspicuous to awe from the elevation of his office without his own request especially when he is not blessed with the enjoyment of a dignified retirement, but is also still occupied in the public duties of a soldier's profession. This has always seemed to me to savor more impertinence than uh, of respectful esteem. 
if then I have incurred censure of this kind while acting on the reasons which I have now mentioned, I crave the favor of your forgiveness and kindly regard to the following arguments. Chapter 3 We'll be right back with Conjugal Chastity of the Gift of God. Conjugal Chastity, the Gift of God. Great. All right, I'll just keep reading while you surf until you have something to sh interesting to show me. Chapter five. Chapter three. Okay, great. I don't know. I'm reading a book. Okay. Okay. Chapter three. Congenial chastity. The gift of God. Is this the same book? Or? I, it's Isn't referring to gospel. The reading Faith and Hope stands in certain Latin biblical masses. Also the codices of Harlianus and Toletanus. Traces of a similar reading are not unknown. Also in Greek, Origen, Basil, and Syriac. Peshito sources. W, something like that. I don't know. Sounds credible. That chastity in the marriage state, I don't know, it's saying things I've never heard before, so I'm reading. The chastity in the marriage state is God's gift. It's shown by the most blessed Paul when saying on this very subject, he says, quote, but I would that all men were even as I myself, but every man hath his proper gift of God, one after this manner and another after that, unquote, 2066. Observe, he tells us, that this gift is from God, and although he classes it below that con continence in which he would have all men to be like himself, he still describes it as a gift of God. Hence, we understand that when these precepts are given to us in order that they should, we should do them, nothing else is stated than that there ought to be within us our own will also for receiving and having them. When, therefore, these are shown to be gifts of God, it is meant that they must be sought from him if they are not already possessed. And if they are possessed, thanks must be given to him. You don't want to listen to this? Okay. Keep reading is okay? Or no? I just want to see what your opinion of this is so far. Sounds good. I'll, I'll keep reading then. Thanks must be given to him for the possession. Moreover, that our own wills have but small avail for seeking, obtaining, and holding fast these gifts, unless they be assisted by God's grace. Chapter 4. A difficulty as regards the chastity of unbelievers. None but a believer is truly a chaste man. 
2067. Wait, then. Have we to say when conjugal chastity is discovered, even in some unbelievers, must it be said that they sin in that they make a bad use of a gift of God in not restoring it to the worship of Him from whom they have received it? Or must these endowments, perchance, be not regarded as gifts of God at all when they are not believers who exercise them, according to the apostle's sentiment when he says, quote, Whatsoever is not of faith is sin, question mark, unquote, 2068. But who would dare to say that a gift of God is sin, question mark, for the soul and the body and all the natural endowments which are implanted in the soul and the body, even in the persons of sinful men, are still gifts of God. For it is God who made them, and not they themselves. When it is said, quote, Whosoever is not of faith is sin, unquote, only those things are meant which men themselves do. When men therefore do without faith those things, which seem to appertain to conjugal chastity, chastity, they do them either to please men, whether you know, themselves or others, or to avoid incurring such troubles as are incidental to human nature in those things which they corruptly desire, corruptly desire, or pay service to devils. Sins are not really assigned. I'm sorry. Sins are not really resigned. Sins are not really resigned. But some sins are overpowered by other sins. Uh -huh. God forbid then that a man be truly called chaste who observes connubial fidelity. Connubial, C-O-N-N-U-B-I-A-L. Fidelity to his wife from any other motive than devotion to the true God. Period. Okay, got it. End of page 525. It gets better, people. Chapter 5. The natural good of marriage. All society naturally repudiates a fraudulent companion. What is true conjugal purity? No true virginity and chastity except in devotion to true faith. That's the subject title. Now, the union, then, of male and female for the purpose of procreation is the natural good of marriage. But he makes a bad use of this good who uses it bestially, bestially, B-E-S-T-I-A-L-L-Y. 
so that his intention is on the gratification of lust instead of the desire of offspring. Nevertheless, in sundry animals, endowed with reason, as for instance, in most birds, there are both preserved a certain kind of confederation of pairs and a social combination of skill in nest building and their mutual division of the periods of their in their mutual division of the periods for cherishing their eggs and their alternation in the labor of feeding their young give them the appearance of so acting when they made as to be intent rather on securing the continuance of their kind than on gratifying lust, right? Okay, great. Of these two, the one is the likeness of man in a brute. The other, the likeness of the brute in man. With respect, however, to what I ascribe to the nature of marriage, that the male and the female are united together as associates for procreation and consequently do not defraud each other, for as much as every associated state has a natural abhorrence of a fraudulent companion, right? Okay. So, although even men without faith possess this palpable blessing of nature, yet, since they use it not in faith, they only turn it to evil and sin in like manner. Therefore, the marriage of believers converts to the right, to the use of righteousness. In like manner, therefore, the marriage of believers converts to the use of righteousness that carnal concupiscence by which, quote, the flesh lusteth against the spirit, unquote, 2069. For they entertain the firm purpose of generating offspring to be regenerated, that the children who are born of them as, quote, children of the world, unquote, may be born again and become, quote, sons of God, capital G, period, unquote. Wherefore, all parents who do not beget children with this intention, with this intention, this will, this will, this purpose of transferring them, this purpose of transferring them from being members of the first man into being members of Christ. But, Boast as unbelieving parents or unbelieving children, however circumspect they be in their cohabitation, 
studiously limiting it to the begetting of children, really have no conjugal chastity in themselves. For inasmuch as chastity is a virtue, hating, hating unchastity as a contrary vice, and as all the virtues, even those whose operations is by means of the body, have their seat in the soul. How can the body be in any true sense said to be chaste when the soul itself is committing fornication against the true God? Eh? Now, such fornication, the holy psalmist censures, censures, when he says, For lo, they that are far from thee shall perish, colon, Thou hast destroyed all them that go a whoring from thee. Unquote. 720. There is then no true chastity, whether conjugal or vidual, V I D U A L, or virginal, V I R G I N A L, except that which devotes itself to true faith. Period. For though. Consecrated virginity is rightly preferred to marriage. Yet, what Christian in his sober mind would not prefer Catholic Christian women who have been even more than once married to not only Vestals, V E S T A L S. But also to heretical virgins. So, so great is the avail of that faith of which the apostles, of which the apostle says, quote, Whatsoever is not of faith is sin, semicolon, unquote, 2071, and of which it is written in the epistle to the Hebrews, quote, Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Period. Unquote. 2072. End of page 526. We'll be right back with chapter 6. The censuring of lust is not a condemnation of marriage. Whence comes shame in the human body. Eh? Adam and Eve were not created blind. Meaning of their... Meaning of... There, new eyes being opened. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. All right, great, in Chapter 6. Goodbye for now. Chapter 6. Or 5 in Roman numeral numbers for some reason. But it's the page of 527. The censuring of lust is not a condemnation of marriage. 
Whence comes shame in the human body, Adam and Eve were not created blind, meaning their eyes being opened. Now, this being the real state of the question, they undoubtedly err, E-R-R, two R's, not just one. Who suppose that when fleshly lust is censured, marriage is condemned, as if the malady of concupiscence was the outcome of marriage and not of sin. Were not those first spouses whose nuptials God blessed with the words, quote, be fruitful and multiply, unquote, 2073, naked and yet not ashamed? Then why did shame arise out of their members after sin? Except because an indecent motion arose from them, which if men had not sinned, would certainly never have existed in marriage. Mm. Or was it forsooth, as some hold, who give little heed to what they read, that human beings were, oh, like dogs, at first created blind and absurder still, obtained sight, not as dogs do, by growing, but by sinning? Well, far be it from us to entertain such an opinion, but they gather that opinion of theirs from reading, quote, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat and the eyes of them both were opened and they knew that they were naked, unquote, 2074. This accounts for the opinion of unintelligent persons, that the eyes of the first man and woman were previously closed because Holy Scripture testifies that they were then opened. Well, then were Hagar's eyes uh, the handmaid of Sarah previously shut when With her thirsty and sobbing child, she opened her eyes and saw the well? Or did those two disciples after the Lord's resurrection walk in the way with him with their eyes shut? 
since the evangelist says of them that, quote, in the breaking of bread, their eyes were opened and they knew him. Huh? Unquote. 2076. What therefore is written concerning the first man and woman that, quote, the eyes of them both were opened, unquote, 2077, we ought to understand as that they gave no attention to perceiving and recognizing the new state which had befallen their body. Now that their eyes were opened, their body appeared to them naked, and they knew it. All right. If this were not the meaning, all right, how? Page to 528. How? When the beast of the field and the fowls of the air were brought unto him, 2078, could Adam have given them names if his eyes were shut? He could not have done this without distinguishing them. And he could not distinguish them without seeing them. How, too, could the woman herself have been beheld so clearly by him when he said, This is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. Eh? If indeed anyone shall be so determined on cavilling as to insist that Adam might have acquired a discernment of these objects, not by sight, but by touch? What explanation will he have to give of the passage wherein they were told how the woman, quote, saw that the tree, unquote, from which she was about to pluck the forbidden fruit, quote, was pleasant for the eyes to behold, unquote, eh? 2080, no. Quote, they were both naked and were not ashamed, period, unquote, 2081. Not because they had no eyesight, <laughs> but because they perceived no reason to be ashamed of their members, which had all along been seen by them. For it is not said they were both naked and knew it not. Oh, I can do this. I can do this. You can do this. What are you doing? I can do this. What are you doing? You're in a car. I can do that. Spotlights. Paparazzi. There's luxury you can feel. And there's luxury that lets you feel infinitely you. Hmm. Hi. Okay.
infinitely. Infinitely gracious, 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 graceful, grateful. Skip, skip, skip. Okay, we're back. How, too, could the woman herself have been beheld so clearly by him when he said, This is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. 2079. No. They were both naked and were not ashamed, not because they had no eyesight, but because they perceived no reason to be ashamed in their members, which had all along been seen by them, for it is not said they were both naked and knew it not, but, quote, they were not ashamed, period, unquote, because indeed nothing had previously happened which was not lawful, so nothing had ensued which could cause them shame. Okay, end of chapter six. Thank you. Um, listeners, we are now going to, uh, this has piqued my interest. I'm going to go read the uh, Bible that I have about this section. Reference, chapter verse, uh, let's see. Genesis, uh, something, right? Okay. I'm guessing uh, five or six. All right, great. Six, probably. I'll meet you there. Genesis, three, six. Got it. Okay, great. 2.19, or three, six. Got it. Okay, we'll be right back. Oh, wait, I have it right here. Let's see what Mark says. The fall of man. Now the serpent was more subtle, very subtle people, than any other wild creature that the Lord God had made. Genesis 3. He said to the woman, Did God say, quote, You shall not eat of any tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But God said, I think he said, You shall not eat of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden. Hmm. Neither shall you touch it lest you die. 
But the serpent said to the woman, You will not die. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, like God, knowing good and evil. Period. Unquote. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate, and she also gave some. To her husband, and he ate. Then, verse seven. Then, the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Divine Mercy moment number four. Eminem. Divine Mercy in God's plan for humanity regarding verses Genesis chapter three verse fourteen through fifteen.、Uh, there is nothing more self-destructive than sin. That's why it's called sin.、It、means no, no. Otherwise, others, others can put painful obstacles in our way, but they cannot keep us from living as true quote images unquote of God. Only we can choose to wreck our own lives by willfully disobeying God's law. After Adam and Eve wrecked the life God gave them, they attempt to hide. See verse three, colon eight, because they are now afraid of him and full of mistrust. God, though, wants his children to know him for who he really is. He's a father. What's every father's dream? The God of mercy. He's a son. What's every son's dream? He wants them to come back to him freely, in love, and trust, and dwell with him forever. As Father Michael Gately, M.I.C. puts it, quote, "The Bible can be summarized as one long quote school of trust." Unquote. I should change that. Life school, the school of trust. Life school of trust. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Life school of trust. 
nice. LT! LT! LST. <laughs> God promises Adam and Eve that he will one day send the, quote, seed, unquote, of, quote, the woman. Woman? Unquote. Who will crush the serpent's head. 515. 315. 315. Genesis. That seed is Jesus, the Messiah, who would defeat the devil's power through his suffering, death, and resurrection. Anybody else can say that? The early church fathers, CF, called this promise, the promise. What's what, what's another name for it? Proto evangelium. Proton, proton, proto evangelium. The first hint, proto, of the gospel evangelium. In fact, as God speaks to Adam and Eve, he's not finished speaking, people. His merciful plan of redemption has already just begun. All right. This music is depressing. And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and the man and his wife themselves from the presence hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Okay, great. We'll be right. We'll be back to our story. Okay, great. Just hold on a second. I got brothers. <laughs> I respond to notifications. Y'all need me. I'm there. What's up? September 11. 2023. Asimov, Asimov. The version of you right now is deserving of love. Not you two years ago when you had more of your schnitt together or the five years later version where you'll surely be thriving. But the version of you right now, the one that might just be okay or is really struggling or is bored or unproductive. That version deserves love. Have trouble accepting is fine, but actively denying is not. Your value is intrinsic and finding confidence in that is Mandatory. Hmm. Velvet vet Iver. Uh hmm. Let's take a look. How many versions of you should you have? What? Remember that story I told you about me in the retail store? Anyways, where I talk to everybody and um, I told them, hey, you know what? What you're remembering of me right now, you're going to carry with you for the rest of your life until the next time you see you come by me. So 
it's like a version of me in you, but that version is not the complete me. It's only the percentage of me that you knew, but even that is not the real me because it's only your interpretation and memory of that portion. So, yeah. First, define love. Yeah? Okay, great. Check it out. Venmo's now available for 13, 17 year olds. My mom got it for me because she could send me Yeah, 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 skip it. And then define deserves. Yeah. Deservers? Deservice. What is deserving and what is not deserving? Yeah. Uh huh. What is having trouble accepting is fine, but actively denying is not what? No more music. What's the difference? How does a person in that state tell the difference? Well, the reason for the confusion is there's no truth. Where's my music? And there was truth. If there was truth, then there is no confusion. Uh -huh. And if there's no confusion, then you should not have so many versions of yourself. When you find truth, you find yourself. Uh -huh. I'll go think about it. <laughs> hey, it's an hour before holy hour. Alright, we'll be back then. You is because you didn't have the truth in the first place. So then you go and explore. Okay, this wasn't good, so this version is okay. Move on. Next one, oh, that was bad. That was not good. Okay. Well, the next version, oh, I did great. But this version is saying, oh, well, at this point I need love. Oh, what I should deserve love. That doesn't make any sense. It's because if you had known love, you would not have so many versions of yourself. And when you do discover this truth, this truth is love. And when you find that truth, you find yourself. There's no version other than you decided what you want to do. Whether it's you want to do something, something in your mind, you decide is, is not. It's because you never had the, the, the measurement of the line to have a contrast with everything else. So everything's great. Baseline. Once you find the truth, there, there is a right and a wrong, a black and a white. Okay, there's no like justification this or, or like, um, uh, well, it's gray. Well, how did it get gray? It needs a black and it needs a white. So somebody mixed the white and with the black, you get a tone gray. That's it. So yeah, when you find truth, you find yourself. I don't mean different version of yourself. I mean, you find yourself and everything else you realize there was no truth in it. How do I get through a night without you? If I had to live without you, what kind of life would that be? And I, I need you in my arms, need you to hold. You're my world, my heart, my soul. 
If you ever leave, well, baby, you would take away everything good in my life. And tell me now, how do I live without you? I want to know. How do I breathe without you? If you ever go, how do I ever ever survive? I can't do it because <laughs> I can't scream. How do I? Oh, how do I live without you? There be no sun in my sky. There would be no love in my life. There be no world left for me. If you ever leave, well, baby, you would take away everything real in my life. And tell me now, I don't wanna live without you. I need you to know. I could never breathe without you. How could you go and leave me here ever, forever to know? Life without, there's no life without you.
Build up your confidence so you can be on top for once. Wake up, who cares about little girls that talk too much? I've seen it all go down. The game of love is all run down. So come on over, come on, baby. Let me be the one to hold you. I'm the one who wants to be with you. I'm the one, yeah. Deep inside, I hope you feel it too. Feel it too. Waited on a line of greens and blues. Waited on the line. Just to be the next to be with you. Why be alone when we can be all together, baby? You can make my life worthwhile and I can make you start to smile. When it's through, it's through. Fate will twist up both of you. So come on, baby, come on over. Let me be the one to hold you. I'm the one who wants to be with you. Deep inside, I hope you feel it too. Waited on a line of greens and blues. Yeah, just to be the next to be with you. Yeah, just to be the next to be with to I or stick to the two <laughs> be with you. Feeling blue. If you wait for love and you're alone. If you call your friends and no one's home. You can run, but you can't hide. Through a storm and through a lonely night. Then I'll show you that there's a destiny. The best things in life, they are free. But if you wanna cry, cry on my shoulder. 
If you need someone who feels, who cares for you. If you're feeling sad, your heart gets colder. Yes, I'll show you. <clears throat> yes, I'll show you what real love can do. If your sky is gray, oh, let me know. There's a place in heaven where we'll go. If heaven is a million miles away, oh, just call me and I'll make your day. When the nights are getting cold and blue, when the days are getting hard for you, I will always stay here by your side. I promise you, I'll never hide. But if you wanna cry, cry on my shoulder. If you need someone who cares for you. If you're feeling sad, your heart gets colder. Yes, I'll show you what real love can do. What real love can do. What real love can do. What love can do. What love can do. Love can do. Da 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 You ask me if I love you And I choke on my reply I'd rather hurt you honestly Than mislead you with a lie and who am I to judge you on what you say or do? I'm only just beginning to see the real you. And sometimes when we touch, the honesty is too much and I have to close my eyes and hide. I want to hold you till I die, till we both break down and cry. I want to hold you till the fear in me subsides. <clears throat>
romance and all its strategy leaves me battling with my pride. But through all the insincerity, some tenderness survives. I'm just another rider, still strapped within my truth. As a tin prize fighter, still trapped within my youth. And sometimes when we touch, the honesty's too much. And I have to close my eyes and hide. I want to hold you till I die, till we both break down and cry. I want to hold you till the fear in me subsides. At times I like to break you and drive you to your knees. At times I like to break through and hold you endlessly. At times I understand you and I know how hard you've tried. I've watched a whole love I've watched while love commands you, and I've watched love pass you by. At times I think we're drifters, still searching for a friend, a brother or a sister, and then the passion flares again. And sometimes when we touch, the honesty's too much, and I have to close my eyes and hide. I want to hold you till I die, till we both break down and cry. I want to hold you till the fear in me subsides. Yesterday All my troubles seem so far away Now it looks as though they're here to stay Oh, I believe in yesterday Suddenly I'm not half the person I used to be There's a shadow hanging over me. Oh, yesterday came suddenly. Why had to go? I don't know. They wouldn't say.
said something wrong. Now I long for yesterday. Yesterday. <clears throat> Love was such an easy game to play. Now I need a place to hide away. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Why'd you have to go? I don't know. You wouldn't say. <laughs> I said something wrong. Now I long for yesterday. Yesterday. Love was such an easy game to play. Now I need a place to hide away. Oh, where, oh, where was yesterday? I don't even know his name. He didn't even bother to say. lover sky gonna be with you and no one's gonna be around if you think that you won't fall well just wait until till the sun goes down underneath the starlight starlight there's a magical feeling so right It will steal your heart tonight You can try to resist But for half I'm a kiss But you know, but you know that you Can't fight the moonlight deep in the dark You'll surrender your heart But you know, but you know that you can't fight the moonlight, no, you can't fight it, it's gonna get to your heart, there's no escaping love, once the gentle breeze, weaves its spell upon your heart, no matter what you think, it won't be long, Till you're in my arms Underneath the starlight, starlight We'll be lost in the rhythm So right Feel it, feel your heart tonight ah, So <laughs> You can't 
You can try to resist, but can't hide from my kiss. Could you know, but you know that you can't hide the moonlight deep in the dark. You can render your heart, but you know, but you know that you can't fight the moonlight. No, you can't fight it. No matter what you, no matter what you do, the night's gonna get to you. <laughs> Don't try, you're never gonna win. Oh, oh, there's another verse. <laughs> All right, I think I'm feeling better now. Underneath the starlight, starlight. There's a magical feeling, so right. It will steal your heart tonight. I and yet tonight. I can't. I gotta listen to it. <laughs> yeah, still shy. You can try to resist, but can't hide from my kiss. But you know, but you know that you. Get by the moonlight deep in the yeah. Okay, bye. Praise him from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Queen, Queen, Teacher, Dei, Fee, 
quad. Petivitatro painitens. Plaga sicut Thomas non intoreor. Deum tamen mium te Semper magis credare in teispem apere te diligere. O memoriale mortis John, 
O'Hagan, 1822 to 1890. Adorote Devote, Hidden God, one of the five Beautiful hymns of St. Thomas Aquinas, composed in honor of Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament at Pope Urbane's, the fourths, who lived from 1261 to 1264. <gasps> That's around the time of St. Margaret. Yes. No, no, he was Pope. From 1261 to 1264. Got it. Okay. Three short years. Request, when the Pope was established, the Feast of Corpus Christi, Texas, in 1264. The hymn is found in the Roman Missal as a prayer of Thanksgiving after Mass which we just did. And so I love how they play this on their channel. Divine Mercy. Two words, Divine Mercy is the name of the YouTube channel. And I highly recommend their daily mass live stream from the shrine, the national shrine of the Immaculate Conception in Boston, Massachusetts, USA. America! The beautiful spray. Oh, a partial indulgence is granted to the faithful who devoutly recites this hymn. Should we sing it in English? Yeah, sure, why not? Oh, hidden God, devoutly
Unto asu the contrite su Though I not on thy wounds with Thomas, thee, my Lord, and thee, my God, I Yeah. <laughs>